0: Kicking and streaming podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Uh, well, I do look like I was on the beach yesterday. Because <laughs> I spent, I want to say... About six hours in the blazing fucking sun. Oh, my God. uh, Power washing the patio. And um, the sun yesterday was insane.
1: Yesterday was so hot.
0: Yeah. It was bad. (laughs) It was bad. But um, I did it because, uh, you know... Even though I did it in April and shit, it rained like fuck afterwards and the patio got all grimy and shit, you know, even though the dogs don't spend a lot of time outside, you know, they were shedding all over the place and shit so that you could build another dog (laughs) from here in the patio. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I, I
1: hate it when that happens. Oh
0: God, it was crazy. And then, it's
1: like every time i va- empty the vacuum cleaner i'm like how are y'all not bald please explain this to me how do you have any hair on your body at all y'all should be hairless you should be bald that's amazing
0: and, and you know, and milo the new one he supposedly was non shedding
1: <laughs> frankie was supposed to be too yeah,
0: this nigga's hair is everywhere yeah like, even on, on charlie because charlie's cracked.
1: Yes. <laughs> earl earl frequently has frankie hair all over him yeah. that's amazing
0: man. i don't know i don't know man shit that only happened to us that, that's all i was saying. yep yeah <laughs>
1: Yep. And then when you if you got hardwood then you get the little fur tumbleweeds that roll around the house. <laughs> that I, was I don't
0: know. I, I'm 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 done with these dogs. <laughs> 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 uh, they can kiss my black ass. <laughs> 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 oh, good Lord. All right, Josh. Uh, we should go ahead and get this started. So how did you do with your list?
1: The one, the best TV shows of 2020?
0: Yeah. Did you take something out of there?
1: I, yeah, there's a few shows on here that I've watched. And there's a couple that I've talked about and then talked to other people about, I should say. Yeah. Brain not 100% firing. And yeah, so I think we've got some stuff to talk yeah, about.
0: Yeah, I, I pretty much took everything from there, though, because, you know, even though there's a couple of you know, the shows that I watch that I clearly would like to talk about, but I think, uh, I think this is a pretty good list, so.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think it is, too.
0: So we, we should get on all the way here and You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we haven't done one of those lists without being together.
1: Um, I don't think so, either.
0: And they're usually long-ass shows, but, but it, and I, I feel like, when we are in the same room it works better yeah this usually should be something we should have done a bit earlier in the year but you know hashtag with everything
1: that's yeah exactly and with everything that's going on i kind of feel like summer isn't really starting for everybody until now that is the kids there's there's no the kids have been out of school and yeah i mean they've still had work but they've not been going anywhere and i don't know this whole year's just kind of messed up schedule wise
0: yeah yeah i don't know but we, we'll do what we can
1: <laughs> this is kicking and streaming podcast a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies tv series and stuff Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn.
0: All right, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. My name is Graham, and with me, of course, once again, on the other side of Skype, is Jojo. Hi, Jojo.
1: (laughs) Howdy-do. I heard somebody the other day say, um, howdy-doodle-doo, which cracked me up to no end. (laughs) That's- I was like, hey, you're trying to steal my style, but at the same time, I kind of like that. But
0: isn't that like a bit of overkill now? How did you do <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Damn, that's,
1: a, that's so extra. <laughs> uh, yes,
0: yes. Well, yes. Uh, late as it is, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing our annual summer list, summer binge watch list in... So we have quite a list to go over for you, and uh, we, we hope we, you haven't had time to watch this, but if you have, bear with us, because like, some of these things we haven't watched, either, have we? <laughs>
1: that's, cr- that's correct, yeah, some of it we have not watched.
0: So some of these shows that we're going to talk about are for, at listen, on my case, on my to-do list, and so I want... You know, I want to share my to-do list with you. Some of the very few of them I've already watched, but 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 this is my to-do list, and this is going to be a long ass summer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's already been a long ass year. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so you might as well have a lot of shows to watch. How about that, Jojo? Yes. Oh.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: So let's do this. How don't you? Why don't you go ahead and give me what you got first, Jojo? Hmm? What you got okay. first? Okay.
1: Do you, do you want me to go over the ones that, I, that I've that i watched off of this list first, or do you want me to start with the the end?
0: Oh, whichever way you prefer. Um, just give me the, f- the first one you have in mind right now.
1: Okay. So the first one, I, I'm actually going to talk about one on this list that I have seen, because I am a huge fan of this show. I don't think it warranted us doing a show on it because of the kind of oddness of the show. Not that we you know, shy away from odd topics or things like that, but we also don't want to alienate everybody. But the, the show is called Tales from the Loop. And this show really, really stuck with me after I watched it. I was really excited to watch each episode. It's a very interesting show in that it it's it's, it's actually based on... <laughs> it's based on paintings, okay. which is, is, is an odd premise for a show, in my opinion. Uh, Simon Stalenhag did a series of paintings that are very thought-provoking and sort of echoey and, and bizarre. And someone wrote some little sketches based on the paintings, and then Amazon ended up making a series from it. And this show is, it's sci-fi. And it is so different from many things I've watched. The closest thing I can say is it reminded me a little bit of the OA and then it's a slow burn. But it's just so atmospheric and it puts you in this very strange place and, and tells you these very fascinating stories about people. It doesn't shy away from any controversial topics by any means. Um, It has a very diverse crew. It has a very diverse storyline. If you get the chance to watch Tales from the Loop, I highly recommend it. I think it's only about eight episodes. It is on Amazon Prime. Great performances from everyone involved. Not really any huge stars in it. And I've never seen anything quite like it. If you like the sort of <sighs> different show that's that sort of leaves you maybe not with all of the answers, and, but makes you think, I think you would definitely enjoy this show. So that's that's my first my first off because this one is is on the list as one of the best of twenty twenty.
0: I, I remember you uh, actually talked about. Uh, us watching the show and, and talking about it. And I I don't actually remember what, what happened that we sort of like veered away from it and, and took on something else. It might have been, maybe we talked about something that was more pressing at the time. But yeah, I mean, I don't discard the possibilities of us actually um, doing in a full episode on it, if you want to, because I haven't seen it, and now that you you know refreshed my memory, I, I can go ahead and watch it. What do you say?
1: <laughs> I I I highly recommend it. It's it's a it's a very interesting show, but and like I said, it's like the OA in that it is a slow burn. You there's not is not a lot of action right uh, to start with, you know, and it's it's. But it's, it's just so good. And the fact that it's based off of paintings to me is just this bonkers idea that turned out so beautifully. All
0: right. Well, I'll, I'll give it a look and uh, we'll <laughs> talk about it. And uh, boom, boom. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, since we're talking about shows that we've already watched, I'd like to start by something that will sound a bit crazy. Will sound <laughs> crazy to you. One of my favorite shows of this year, and I wasn't planning on watching it, but thanks to Hulu, you know when you say, I'm not going to watch this shit because it looks like it's going to be shit, but Mm -hmm. then you're looking for something to watch on Hulu and there's only one or two episodes of the thing that you said you weren't going to watch and you're like, let me go ahead and just waste half an hour of my time. Sure. Sure. So, that's what happened to me with Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And it just turns out to be one of my favorite shows of this year. So, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is originally on NBC. But since, you know, we don't watch regular TV for the Mm -hmm. most part. We we, we stream pretty much everything. So, I wasn't going to go on a weekly basis watching this shit on on NBC so i waited for all the episodes to drop on hulu and i went through it and i ended up loving it more than i could ever imagine so imagine jane levy who plays zoe went for an mri and while she was having the mri there was some kind of like a mini earthquake cuz The whole thing takes place in San Francisco and electricity failed and all kind of shit. But everything went back right up to place, except that when Zoe walked out of there, she was able to basically hear everybody's most inner thoughts in in musical numbers through songs (laughs) so she's walking around and if somebody's really sad this person is singing a sad song but performing the whole thing with dancers everybody in the crowd is participating but only she can see that (laughs) 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 and and it is an amazing thing it's like like a lot of producers attempted to do something Broadway-ish on TV before and I think it, it it, it failed massively, like. Mm-hmm. But but this one actually stuck because not only does it tell a story, but it uses a lot of very uh, song a lot of songs of the moment, very popular songs, and they tell the story perfectly. So Zoe's extraordinary playlist has just finished season one. I believe back in May and I think it is 12 episodes on Hulu and it is a fantastic show. I love it and I'm 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 a big fan of musicals. And so for me it, it is a it is a no-brainer but it also has very high marks on Rotten Tomatoes. So mm-hmm. I think this would be the show to watch this year. Zoe's extraordinary playlist.
1: That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll get on that. Yeah. yeah, I like the the I like the idea behind that. That's a that's a cool idea.
0: Yeah, and and I think what makes it awkward is the fact that she she's afraid of telling people because no one else can see what she sees. So it's like. Uh, this girl is crazy, <laughs> you know, right? Right,
1: right, right. <laughs>
0: but like the entire musical thing, and, and what it looks like to other people is that she blanks out, like she's she's spaces out, <laughs> you know. Okay. Meanwhile, she's watching an entire spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a beautiful thing. Oh,
1: that's cool. I, I love anything with a little bit of fantasy, yeah, into it that's done well. So yeah, that's cool. And I like the idea of it being that sort of thing to bring the musical element in. Because I do have a little bit of problem with some musicals, not all of them, but some musicals where it's just people suddenly start singing. Like, <laughs> I know I know it's art, I do, but there's a part of my brain that's going, motherfucker, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody would burst into song at this moment, nobody seriously. Nobody does
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. But, yeah, I hear you, <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, that sounds like a good way for me to be able to shut that part of my brain up and be like it it's she's having a a, a little episode, so calm down, <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: and, and I think I think that's that's a that's a good way of of putting it, like the fact that you know that this is only happening to Zoe because I see your point in the musical sense of like, yeah. Shut up. Nobody sings at this point in their life. The, no.
1: The entire street is not going to start dancing along with you. I'm sorry. They're just not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. <laughs>
1: I mean, if you're going to start singing and dancing in the street, I, okay, sure that's going to happen, but you're going to be the crazy person that everybody's staring at and crossing the street.
0: And, yeah. What the fuck is going on with this one? <laughs> All right, DJ. So, what do you got?
1: Uh, let's see. So, on the list that I've watched, we have mentioned Tan Gently," of course, but I'll I, I have to just put it on here because it is on the list. It's eighty-six uh, percent, amazingly, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is Tiger King. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> i I kind of feel like that. It's the kind of thing you almost need to watch maybe like a synopsis of it or something just to be up on pop culture at the moment <laughs> because there's so many memes and there's so many jokes and there's so much stuff out there that that if you haven't seen it you just have no idea what is happening so uh, I it also is it's a pretty wild and interesting ride it's very entertaining but yeah I'm not going to say that it's worth anything in a literary sense in the slightest. Uh, cause <laughs> the it's <literary> not. Sense. <laughs> it's it's not. And and honestly the only thing I think that it t- will teach you or or open your horizons to maybe is one that people who own exotic pets are insane and <laughs> two that, you know, there's a lot of really bad people out there who can make themselves seem like really good people. Yeah. Um so I think that it's it, for that that's the only thing you might take away from it other than that it's just pure silly entertainment but sometimes you just need that kind of thing.
0: You know what I I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and watch that shit just to get it out of my head cuz it feels like it's it's something that I can't, I can't go away from, I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it. it is, it's everywhere. It's, it's the show of 2020. I feel like it kind of defines 2020. Yeah. I, I, and as bonkers and wackadoo as it is, I think that it, again, it defines 2020. It's, it's the show that everybody was watching in quarantine. Not everybody, but a lot of folks were watching in quarantine. It just inspired so much pop culture that, um, I think to skip it is to skip something, I don't want to say important, but something, something that's going to be things that reference is referenced in, in years to come. I, I
0: feel you. So yeah, you've convinced me, Jojo, you've, you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do that. <laughs> uh, Cause like, yeah, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> 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 On the other hand, though, I never could get you to watch Game of Thrones. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. But now I've heard so much stuff about how it ended, and the fact that you know you wasted. Your- Everybody feels that they wasted their whole lives watching the show because of the way it ended. I don't know. They're all a
0: bunch of fucking babies. <laughs> I should all shut the hell up <laughs> alright okay so let's move on to so my second one is actually one that I haven't seen but I've been very interested in watching the show because I know from from everything from the cast to what the story is about it is a mini series on Amazon. It's an Amazon original, and it is called The Pale Horse. Yes, Rufus Sewell is on it, the guy from The Men in the High Castle, and this show has a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomato. So, it is definitely one of my one of my favorite in my to do list. And have you heard any buzz about this, JoJo?
1: Um, a little bit when it first came out. It was actually the next one I was going to talk about too. So, Twinsies. Yay! <laughs> I I was really excited when this one came out, and then other things happened, and it I just never got to watch it. I'm a big Agatha Christie fan. The recent adaptations with this have either been because they've there's a producing group that is producing some of her novels. Some of them have not been great. Some of them have been knock it out of the park amazing. Mm. So I'm really, I really want to watch this one. I love the cast. I love Rufus Sewell. I love Sean Pertwee. So I'm, I, yeah, I, I really want to see this one too.
0: Yeah. It's, it's either one of those where if they know that they can't count on the quality of the writing they entice you to watch it because they put some very good actors in it and you'll be like yeah if these actors are in it it's got to be good and you probably will be disappointed in the end or it yeah. is actually fucking banging and and they have a great cast too you know yeah but I'm, I'm definitely as you said i actually found myself becoming more and more of an Agatha Christie fan thanks to you and the work of Miss Marple. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Of course, there's Poirot and all of those great whodunit that Agatha Christie specialized in writing. But I can tell you, like, I freaking fell in love with Miss Marple, specifically Miss Marple played by John Hickson.
1: Isn't she the best?
0: She is absolutely marvelous. And I I hope she is just watching herself back again and saying, damn, I was good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I tried swallowing Miss Marple with the new casts and they were good in their own rights, but they're no Joan Hickson. (laughs) Definitely. No, they're no Joan Hickson.
1: She's just, she's perfect. Yeah. She's perfect.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the pale horse is on Amazon. It's a mini series. And, uh, Rufus Sewell, Kaya Scodelario, isn't it? And Sean Pertwee uh, is also one of those great performers. So this is definitely a a good watch.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it. Thought. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one that I want to see, this is an HBO show, but I it's a little similar because this is Perry Mason.
0: Oh. I was gonna talk about this one too yes
1: <laughs> yes i remember the old perry mason shows with raymond burr my dad enjoyed the tv shows but he more so enjoyed the books by earl stanley gardner and so i i know a lot about perry mason and i'm very interested and excited by a new adaptation of the stories because obviously in the 50s and the 60s, when the first show came out, they really couldn't get into some of the stuff that actually went down in the books. Right. That made the stories maybe a little more interesting, maybe a little more relevant, maybe a little more something that we could relate to today. You know, same sort of struggles. But so I'm I'm excited by a new one, and I'm excited by the cast for this one, for Perry Mason. Yes. Matthew, Matthew Rise, John Lithgow, I really want to see this one too. This is high on my list. <laughs> I, am,
0: I am particularly interested in the casting because, yes, of course, M- Matthew Rhys is, is, you know, the American, one of the greatest shows out there. And he's just fresh out of the Americans. John Lithgow is insane. That's the only way I can mm-hmm. describe that dude. Mm-hmm. Especially after seeing him portraying Winston Churchill in a series that has like an entire British cast and John Lidgo goes and says, yeah, I'm going to play Winston Churchill in the crown. And he's like fucking amazing. (laughs) You know, the American dude playing Churchill, Mm -hmm. but there is Mm -hmm. a young lady in, in the new Perry Mason called Tatiana Maslany. And you've heard Mm -hmm. me rant about her before.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Because she is the actress who brought us so many good characters in Orphan Black.
1: Ah, yes. Uh,
0: Tatiana Maslany, I'm telling you, like, I do not understand how Orphan Black never became, like, a bigger thing in America.
1: Yeah.
0: And why the, I mean, she was nominated a couple of times for Emmys and stuff. But obviously she never won. Because this wasn't a very popular show in in the United States. Like, Orphan Black had its own little crowd, but it never became, like, blown out in the American psyche. But Tatiana Maslany is an absolutely fantastic actress, and I'm so happy to see her back on this show. So, yes, it's going to be a good thing to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the next show I want to talk about is... From one of my favorite people on TV. And I don't know why I like this girl so much. And when I say like her, I'm not talking about anything fantasized or sexual. It's just I genuinely like her. And it's a show on Hulu called Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I love Aquafina. There's nothing she does that I can I find myself saying, eh, no. (laughs) Everything she does to me has a different kind of quality. Uh, Whether it's music, whether it's her acting, whether it's... I mean, this girl is is a great talent. And uh, she brings all of that in uh, Nora from Queens. So this is definitely a good watch. And I'm looking forward to start watching it. You've heard me say this before. Um it takes me a while to get down to watching things on Hulu because of mm-hmm. you know hashtag commercials.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But when I'm interested enough in something, I'll go ahead and do that. So I'm definitely gonna get started with Aquafina Nora from Quince.
1: So what I have next, I have been wanting to watch since I heard about it. I have a friend who has finished it and said it's amazing. It's Deadwater Fell. Has David Tennant in it and is apparently a little bit reminiscent of Broadchurch. Yeah. Which you know anything that is a little bit like Broadchurch, as long as it's not ripping it off, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna like because Broadchurch is so amazing. But I've I've heard such good things about this. You know, I trust the opinion of the person who watched it and told me that I have to watch it. It's just I'm I'm excited about it. it has a kind of a funny name, Dead water Fell. Dead water Fell. I have trouble remembering it. I'd be like, um, the dead thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, that thing. The thing that fell. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it um, it. Is a, a dark crime thriller and uh, apparently has some twisty-turny things that happen. And I'm, of course, a fan of David Tennant. so, And it looks like the rest of the cast is great, too. So I'm excited for this one.
0: If there's any comparison to Broadchurch, then it's definitely good. It's definitely a great watch. But I still feel like people, before anybody should watch anything close or similar to, to Broadchurch... Go watch Broadchurch, for the love of God.
1: <laughs> yes, please, please watch Broadchurch.
0: Do yourself a favor and go watch Broadchurch.
1: Broadchurch is so good.
0: Oh, yeah. Mela.
1: Mela. Mala, Mela.
0: Mela. By the way, <laughs> Jeffrey made a, a fantastic compilation of Millers in our, <laughs> in our YouTube, <laughs> YouTube release. Mela. Mela. Mala, Mala, Mela. That was dope. That was dope. The great Jeffrey! (laughs) (laughs) So, the next show I want to talk about, and you've heard me talk about it, we've talked about it before, we've actually done a podcast about it. And I stopped, well, the last time I watched, it was on season two, but apparently season three is fucking banging. And I'm talking about Killing Eve. Mm Mm-hmm. If, if you want to know what we think or what we thought, how in high esteem we hold Killing Eve, you should listen to the episode we did on Killing Eve. Yes. It was one of our very most earliest episodes. I think it was in the early teens of our of our show. And this we are recording right now is episode 70. So you would have to go back at least a year and a half to find it, but Killing Eve is actually—I don't know what we did to deserve such a great show.
1: I don't know either. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's that's you know, it sounds like a lazy thing to say, but that's about the only thing I can say. Like Sandra Oh, Jody Comer, Kim Bodnia, Owen Macdonald, and. Pretty much everybody else in the show is actually fantastic, but the pairing of Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer is absolutely fantastic. So you need it to really watch is. this.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Just do do yourself a favor. We don't talk about bad bad shows, do we? Like we just no. we just go ahead and and pick up the crème de la crème.
1: Yes. Is it crème de this la crème? <laughs> or crème de la crème. I I, I don't know. (laughs) Cream of the cream. Cream of the cream. (laughs) Cream of the crap.
0: There's that too. (laughs) That's actually not good.
1: (laughs) So um, one that I've been interested in is The Stranger. And it's based on a book by um, Harlan Corbin. And it just looks interesting to me. I've had a couple of people recommend it to me as something to watch, and I just never never did. But the cast looks interesting, the premise is fascinating, and it's, it's on Netflix, and it's uh, eight episodes, and I just never put the time together to watch it, but it just... It has it has a really good cast and the premise again is just fascinating to me. So um, that's that's on my list is The Stranger. The Stranger. The Stranger.
0: Yeah, I saw that and I was like, "What is this about?" Maybe Jocelyn will have a will will have an insight into it. So
1: yeah, it's it's apparently a um, it's a, about a husband who is having a perfectly normal life and then a, a completely. St- person a person who's completely strange to him hence the stranger walks up to him and tells him everything about his life and um, everything about his life to come and kind of takes it from there and it sounds really interesting
0: yeah that happens a lot in haiti so (laughs) (laughs) people just walk up to you and creep the fuck out of you (laughs) (laughs) excuse me do i know you no, but you're going <laughs> to die tomorrow. <I'm> like, damn.
1: <laughs> oh my.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that's an interesting one.
1: <laughs> right. So, uh, I love the fact that you're just like, yeah, whatever. That happens all the time. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so here's the thing. I've always been fascinated by how the subject of this next recommendation, how controversial and divisive she could be. Not because she is that way, but rather people's opinions of her. And I'm fascinated because I just don't think that would be the case if she were, instead of a woman, she was a man. Mm -hmm. And Hulu has a fantastic mini-series documentary type of thing on her, and it goes with her name, Hillary. Hillary Clinton faces the impossible task of consolidating a full life into four hours, still, it serves as an insightful, often powerful exploration of her life and legacy. I, I want people to watch this because one of the reasons I've, I've been fascinated by it is that I have not found any of the Hillary haters who have a coherent response as to why. They hate her so much, because most of the people that are such professed Hillary hater don't know shit about her
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> and i I, yeah. I I proved that to myself last election cycle is that if, if people who I thought were reasonable politically savvy people not politically savvy but Politically literate people would tell me, "Well, the thing is that I don't trust Hillary." Uh, blah blah blah. Okay, so tell me exactly what is it about her that you don't trust, and they could not put anything coherent together. And I'm like, "Then you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Why are you even talking about or talking about it? You know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. So yep. I I I encourage people to watch this four-hour documentary. And maybe you will know a bit, and perhaps it's not going to change your opinion, but I just find it fascinating that people can hate someone so much without knowing her personally or without having enough insight into her life other than whatever Fox News and all these blowhards have said. So... yeah. Yeah, Hillary is the documentary. So Hulu, y'all can go ahead and watch it and come back to me. Y'all
1: I am one hundred percent convinced. Now I have not watched this, but I just have to weigh in on Hillary because I am one hundred percent convinced it is because she is a woman that she is hated so much. Yeah, uh, I I I see no other reason for it than because she is she is a woman. It- she. Doesn't have a penis, therefore she is, she is hated. If she were a man, I, she would probably be one of the most powerful politicians yes. in the country. Yes, yes, And the idea of people saying, oh, well, I don't trust her is ridiculous to me because please name any politician that's completely trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So, I, no, that's not, you're, 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 you're lying to yourself. You don't like her because she's a woman. Yeah. And that makes me so angry. I can't even articulate it. So
0: no, no, no. I'm with you. Uh, and and the, the the thing is, what people seem to hate about her the most is the fact that she has never shied from from wanting to be powerful. And you know, I compare the way people feel about Hillary with the way people express respectability politics dictate respectability respectability politics to people of color right is that so hillary in her approach to wanting power people feel like she should be humble like you know cuz she yes. should become america's mummy you know yes. In, yes in 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 like if people don't see their mums in a, a woman politician then they can't they, they they can't manage that much in the same way that people tell people of color oh 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 I, I'm, I'm I'm I know that you have your grievances but you should protest peacefully. Right. You know you shouldn't you shouldn't raise your voice, you know. You should express your views respectfully so that people can listen to you. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck mm-hmm. you. <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't tell me how I should feel about my own damn grievances, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. and Hillary has never cared for that bullshit. Like, she, 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 from the very beginning, she let you know that she wanted to be the first fucking woman president. And that's it. You know, she didn't approach it with like, I'm just a mom that is trying to do her best and blah, blah, blah. Nah, 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 nah. I'm a powerful ass woman and I want to do this fucking thing. That's it. Yeah. That's why people hate her. That's it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, uh, you're going on your head now, Jojo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to shut up because I'm going to go on a rant here in a second. So let me... <laughs> Let me grab something off this list in a hurry. <laughs> oh, boy, I tell you what. <laughs> so I, I missed this one when I was looking at it. I, I have actually seen this, and I I love this little movie. And I call it a little movie because it, it's, it's one of the lowest budget, smallest cast movies I have watched in a long time. It's a huge throwback to... Old B movies, but in a delightful way. It's called The Vast of Night. And it's set in the 1950s in New Mexico. It's about a local radio station DJ and a switchboard operator who are both very young people and their possible encounter with aliens. Oh, boy. And it is, it's perfect. The tech is perfect. the 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 strange little story that happens is perfect it's a short movie it's just a fun little bizarre movie that is is i i don't know i just really enjoyed it it made me happy because it's it's not really anything to take seriously but it hits the atmosphere so well of the time and the script is very tight the writing is tight the acting is good um but it's called The Vast of Night and it is available on Amazon Prime and it's just it's just a fun little movie it's 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 very very good
0: it's amazing cuz it's on Amazon Prime it's never popped up on my you know on my watch i
1: don't think they did anything to promote this movie at all really? <laughs> I don't think they did. I, the only reason I saw anything about it is I was scrolling through Google news and I'm subscribed to the, the entertainment. And there was this, just an article that was like the best little 1950s movie that was never set in the there that was, was made today. And I'm like, what a strange headline. And, uh, I read about it and I was like, well, that's interesting. And I, I I called it up on Amazon and, uh, it was, it was a very short movie. And I was like, well, you know, if I watch all of it, I won't have wasted much time. And you know, if it's terrible, I can back out of it in a hurry. Uh But I was just delighted by it. It's just, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. And again, like I said, it hits the times very, very well. Rapid fire dialogue, actors in it are great and it's just it's just a great little low budget movie it's very low budget it's very small it's a it's a small movie but it it's it's good
0: yeah so what is it like 80 minutes or so or
1: yeah about about 89 minutes nice and yeah it's good
0: amazon on, huh
1: amazon good on amazon good.
0: we're gonna yes. go going ahead and watch it eh? you yep. know
1: and the the cast, I I don't think I'd ever really seen anybody in it very much. it's mostly based on two characters, and uh, one of the characters is this is the only movie he's ever been in. So, wow. <laughs> and he's very 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 good.
0: Those tend to be very good, don't he? Like you know, yeah, this might be my only shot, so I might as well be great. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So the. Next one for me is a show that we've we've talked about consistently and I got hooked on the first season to, of this show because my son talked about it and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll watch it, right? And it turned out to be one of the best shows on Netflix and it took Netflix a long time to bring the second season and usually that makes me very suspicious of Netflix but thankfully they did come out with the second season and it's now available. The show is called altered carbon. Mm -hmm. And because people change constantly and consistently in the show as a result of its own theme and topic. Now the main character named Takashi Kovac is now played by actor Anthony Mackie. Um, Who was in the Marvel shows? What what was it? He was like good friends with with the Captain. What was it? Uh, The Eagle dude? Was it Eagle?
1: I think so. Yes. Yeah,
0: he had he had like he had wings and shit, and did his thing. I
1: can't. I'm I can't remember the. I'm forgetting the Marvel universe names.
0: (laughs) That dude, uh, Anthony Mackie, is on is is. Takachikovac now on season two, so Falcon. Falcon. That's exact. Yeah, yeah. I, he wasn't Eagle. I don't know why I thought about Eagle. Yeah, he was Falcon. So, I if you haven't seen Altered Carbon, you should start obviously with season one, so you can tell you you know what the hell you're watching, and then season two will make perfect sense. But yeah, it's a great show. Uh, Joel Kinnaman. Isn't it? And Joel Kinnaman was the original Takachi Kovac. But I don't want to get you confused with all that. Just go ahead and watch the damn thing. Seriously. There
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am interested. This is on Apple Plus. But I am interested in watching Central Park. It is made by... The people who are behind Bob's Burgers. And if you're a longtime listener, you'll know how much I love <laughs> Bob's Burgers and how much I love Louise. She and I, I believe, were sisters separated at birth somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I do want to watch Central Park. I'm excited by the creators of, of Bob's Burgers making a, a whole new show with all new characters and uh, bringing new growth and insight and all the whackaduness that they they do so um I do want to watch this uh so I'm I'm excited for this it's uh got 94% on rotten tomatoes so hopefully hopefully it's good Yeah
0: I was curious about this one I didn't know about the Bob's Burger uh pedigree but again based on the reputation that you've given to Bob's burger here on, on our podcast. I'm going to go ahead and watch that. <laughs> and you said an, "Oh, it's on
1: Apple plus. On uh, Apple plus. Yes.
0: Okay, cool. My next one in my list is quite short. So I have like maybe three or four left. Mm-hmm. So this one is called big time adolescence. Um, and, it is with Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live, and I don't know why, but I have like a, a, a soft spot for Pete Davidson in everything he does. And ever since he joined Saturday Night Live, not not a lot of people like Pete Davidson, but I have like a almost a, almost a Father type of love for him because he's a kid who's been through a lot uh, yes he has he, he has had a heck of a life and he has his own his own mental health battles his father died in on 9-11 and uh, and he's managed to become quite the little comedian and and an actor quite the accomplished little actor. So I think he's one of those people that everything about him, if you don't know him well enough, will tend to be, I don't know, maybe underestimated until you see his potentials until you see, Oh, I was wrong about him. You know what I mean? So big time adolescence is on Hulu and, uh, You should watch that if you want to sort of like see the kind of quality that Pete Davidson has as an actor. And uh, you'll see what I see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've always been interested in Pete Davidson. I, I know, like you said, a lot of people don't care for him, but I've never fallen into that camp. Yeah. I've always sort of felt empathetic towards him. And as you said, the mental health issues and I appreciate his honesty with that because I know that's difficult. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And with that, I pass it on to you, Jojo.
1: (laughs) So the next one I'm interested in is called little America and it is on Apple plus. And I'm interested in this one because of the pedigree. Mostly is from Epic Magazine, Epic Media. Some of the writers and creators of that magazine are from This American Life, which okay. um, was a great, great show, great reporting. So Little America is about true stories, and it's a it's a collection of stories of. Immigration to America. So uh, small, I think each episode is about someone's story coming to either coming to America or, or perhaps being deported from America. Right. So it's just, uh, I, I'm very interested in the, the immigrant story and, and wanting to know more and learning. (laughs) And this seems like a, a good way to do it, it has a great pedigree, and uh, has an interesting cast. Uh, it does; it's not a documentary in the sense of having, you know, the the people play themselves. It it does use actors, right? But uh, I I think it it looks like it's a um, something that was well researched and is not going to be dramatized or, or sensationalized. Perhaps is a better word.
0: That is the most important thing about it, is is the taking the sensationalism out of it and presenting a raw picture that people can make up their own damn minds as opposed to telling them a story to get them to swear one way or another. So
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes.
0: The next one for me is has a ninety three percent of favorable on rotten tomatoes. And it is becoming by Michelle Obama, directed by Nadia Holgren, and this is contrary to what to Mrs. Obama's book. It's not necessarily a dramatization or a documentary about the book, but rather it's a compilation of her appearances while promoting the book and. uh, those are obviously as important as the book. And to this day, of course, Mrs. Obama remains America's favorite first lady. <laughs> and uh, I don't know a lot of people who've had anything bad to say about this lady. So.
1: The people who have are not the kind of people whose opinion you should give a shit about.
0: Thank you, Jojo. Thank you very much. <laughs> but it's true. Surprisingly though, a lot of those people who you would expect would have something shitty to say about anyone haven't managed to have something shitty to say about Mrs. Obama, which is
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is miraculous to tell you the truth. Uh but not that if they had a shitty opinion about her that would as you said I would give two shits. So Becoming is on Netflix, and uh, you should go on ahead and watch that. I ain't even going to tell you anything else. Just go go watch it, and then you come back to me, at which point I'll be ready to tell you, you're welcome.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the next one I have is one that I don't remember seeing any sort of promotion from Amazon about. I found out about it actually from this list, but it's got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's from Amazon Prime. It's called Blow the Man Down. And uh, it sounds very interesting to me. It says it's clever, funny, and original, which we, well, we, yeah, all of us could use some cleverness and some hilarity in our lives. So uh, I wanna, I want to give this one a, a chance. It sounds sounds pretty funny. It's a, it's a movie as opposed to a, a series or anything. but it sounds like there's a, a good premise behind it maybe a little bit of a road trip type. Uh, element behind it and so yeah i'm i'm very interested in it Uh, it was directed by the by the writers danielle crudy and bridget savage cole wrote it and directed it so i i'm always interested in that sort of thing too what is it called again it's called blow the man down
0: and you say that's on amazon
1: amazon yeah i do not remember seeing anything about it
0: that's why i'm like so Lost like I've like you know, every now and then I'll go through Amazon originals just to see if there's anything that you know hasn't popped up on my radar. I've never seen that one at all. Is it is it new? How how old is it? It's from March. Blow the man down. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna go for it, but you know, I don't know what we're talking about here. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like I said, I, I only discovered it because of this list that we're talking about. So I'm kind of mad at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amazon. Because they really do put out quality, but they don't promote it. Like Tales from the Loop popped up in my recommendations, but I literally no one I talked to had ever heard of it. yeah. yeah. And I never saw anything about it, like, in my entertainment feed or anything. So I I don't know.
0: I think Amazon should do, like, Netflix and put, like, a top 10 list or whatever.
1: Yeah, here's what to watch in July. Right. Na- Netflix does that all the time. Yeah. Here's what to watch in July. Here's what's new in July. Amazon, please yeah. do that. Get on it. Because they're,
0: they're they're definitely one of the better quality uh, uh, filmmakers in in producers out there in terms of the streaming platforms
1: yeah i feel like they're much more ready to take risks than netflix is anymore netflix used to for sure i feel like netflix is kind of backing away from that but amazon will put weird quirky little things up so
0: well that's that's i suppose that's because it's not necessarily a business for them it, you true. know, it's it's just like, yeah, we do our own shit, but whatever, we don't, we don't care. And and if you notice, you can only get Amazon Prime, Amazon Video by having a Prime membership. So it's like a means throw an end kind of thing, I suppose, you know.
1: Very true. Very true.
0: The next one, and this is my penultimate, uh, is Mrs. America. Okay. And I like this show because, one, it has a bunch of phenomenal actresses in it, but it also depicts the story of a bunch of very important and pioneering women of the 20th and 21st century, if you will. This show is starred by Kate Blanchett, who plays conservative activist Phyllis Schlafly. And Uzo Aduba from Orange is the New Black, Crazy Eyes, Suzanne Crazy Eyes, plays Shirley Chisholm. And she is absolutely fantastic on this shit. I'm talking about like, yo, like she was born to play Shirley. Chisholm the first black woman to ever run for, to ever run for president in the United States. And Rose Byrne plays Gloria Steinem, and she is also phenomenal. So these three women, Kate Blanchett, I don't know a lot about Phyllis Schlafly, so I don't know if Kate Blanchett is doing the greatest representation of Schlafly. Because, like I said. I don't know anything about her but yeah. but of course you know we we all know Gloria Steinem and we all know uh you know the the story and the history of Charlie child and um I'm fascinated by by this series it's an f x series, and I think you may find a bit of it if you have f x through Hulu, you may find a couple of episodes. On Hulu. Mrs. America with Kate Blanchett, Uzo Aduba, Rose Byrne, Kaylee Carter, Ari Grainer, and Melanie Linsky.
1: So this one is my last one. Yay. It's on Netflix and uh, it's called A Secret Love. Secret and Love it's it's a documentary it's a movie it's not a series and i watched the trailer for this one and i i i am fascinated by by love stories by true love stories by the people who have been together for a very long time and are happy and still love each other very much and the thing about this documentary is um, this is a story about Terry and Pat who were together for almost 70 years. Yeah. But they were, they were gay. Yeah. And so this is about being gay when that was, could put you in jail. Yes. Uh, that's probably the, Lowest end of the all the terrible things in the, that could happen to you if that came out. Yep. Um, so I, I I want to watch this one. I, I want to see the story between these two women, and uh, it's on Netflix. It's called A Secret Love, and uh, I'm interested in it uh, also because of the the documentary we watched, Roe versus Wade, and the story between. I've forgotten the names, but the the, Norma, the characters in those. Norma McCauvey Yes. And- Norma and and her her wife. Yes. yes. So uh, I I w- I'm hoping for a happier ending with this one.
0: Yeah, this one also uh, looked very interesting to me because it was back in the day. Like I mean, there's always people who've lived uh, out and openly, no matter how the world was. These people were either accepted and their sexuality completely ignored or talked about in a way that it was more like, oh, you know, they're quirky. But at the same time, there were people who knew the consequences of, you know, coming out. And while they did live their lives as gay people, but their, their partnership with someone else was always like, you know, the eternal friends or my roommate (laughs) kind of thing. Right, right. I mean, J. Edgar Hoover never came out, you know, and he was one of the (laughs) most anti-gay people in the world, yet he was a closeted gay, and, you know. Funny how that works. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) And his lover was his assistant. I, I don't remember their name right now, but... The woman who who wrote the poem America the Beautiful was also one of these people who never got married and always lived with her best friend. You know, obviously no one is going to come out and say she was gay, but, you know, that was the synonym of, yeah, that's, you know, they're, they're a couple, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so... That's an interesting story in that respect, because the idea that these people were able to finally come out and confirm what many suspected but couldn't tell. I think there's one niece there that is saying something like, well, we were on vacation together, and to me they were on something and on something else. Well, Aunt Terry, and what was the name of the other lady? Pat. Uh, yeah, Ontario On part, I never thought of them as a couple or whatever. But, like, yeah, maybe when you were a kid. I don't know what you thought they were after you grew up, but whatever. Right. <laughs> so it, it is a funny story. And as you said, I hope the ending was obviously a bit less tragic than what we've seen before. Yeah. Uh, to close out, it's amazing, but I... Actually went through a lot of Hulu shows, <laughs> and the last one I have also is a Hulu show, and I think we've I've talked about it a bit uh, before. It's called Rami, and uh, yes. Rami Youssef actually won, I believe, a Golden Globe this year for his little regional show. That I think everybody should watch because if you if you want to understand the the struggle of a young person with the the religious belief that they were raised with in trying to stay faithful to that to to that belief, but also trying to fit in a world where not always your religious beliefs are going to be in accordance with it. Then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, you should you should watch Rami. It's stars Rami Youssef as the titular character with Mahershala Ali joining the cast in a recurring role for season 2 so Mia Khalifa Rami Youssef Mahershala Ali Hiam Abbas and Laith Nakli are the main car- the main actors in the show so watch it season 2 is now available i think it premiered sometime in May but it's a beautiful little show. It's sort of reminiscent to Master of None for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a drama than a comedy. Master of None was was comedic, even though it dealt with a lot of serious topics. But Rami is more of a drama series with a lot of comedy in it. I don't know if I'm making sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you are. So, I recommend it, and I can't wait to start watching season two. <laughs> well, then, I suppose that concludes our little list. We probably weren't didn't do a big blowout this year, but this year is weird. That's all I'm. <laughs> that's all I can say.
1: Everything this about
0: weird. this year is weird. Any? Yep. So. I feel like in any other year, people still had a watch list that they haven't gone through a lot of things. But this is a year where, you know, most of us were subject to two and maybe three months of stay-at-home orders. So a lot of Netflix was watched, a lot of Hulu was watched, a lot of Amazon was watched. So it's hard to put out a list of shows that people haven't watched. But we hope that you'll find something of value and interesting on this list, right? Yes. So we're going to call it a day for now. And uh, we thank you for listening. Remember to obviously follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube you'll find us if you listen to us on apple podcast spotify or google podcast or any other app that you use please remember to rate us leave us your comment tell people about us and share an episode or two anything that we talk about that is of interest to you if it's of interest to you it might well be of interest to people you know so don't forget to share we appreciate you listening but also don't forget to share Uh, Everything, every platform on which you can find us is shareable. So please share. Just just repost it on, I don't know, on Facebook or Twitter. Tell people about it.
1: Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Sharing is
0: absolutely caring. And so, as I said before, we're going to call it a day. Thank you very much. Thank you very much again for listening.
1: Bye, everybody. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Ha, <laughs>